when we, when we label both these composers as geniuses, they are not geniuses because of mastery over one genre. They are mastery over every genre. For Rahman and Pancham, they were not bound by the geographies. They had no shores. The world was theirs and the world would listen to them. All the fame which come to me to God because if things had not happened and I consider myself as a very normal talent. <laughs> His humility endearing from Kolumbakam to Hollywood, it's been quite a journey from almost quitting the industry due to financial constraints to his double Oscar and Grammy win. Rahman's success has not come easy. But driven by his passion and love for music, Rahman remains a force to reckon with. A global icon, the composer has been given the title of Mozart of Madras. Well, Rahman is the sound of India of Y2K. He has taken Indian music onto a global platform which nobody else has done before him. So I think that's his big contribution. And Rahman is a big global brand today and uh, he's from India, so that's his big contribution. <laughs> Drawing from various repertoires, Rahman's influences have been many and he himself once said that R.D. Berman was one such. And uh, somewhere I've also read in one of his interviews with Nasreen Muni Kabir, he said that R.D. Burman was one of his first inspirations. The versatile composers, innovative and conventional, ahead of their times giving listeners new sounds to groove to. I really feel that um, 
that uh, Pancham kind of gave the backing to ARR and and moved on. That's how I see it. Struggle was something that seemed common to both these men who were to become the reigning icons of the music industry. Both their fathers were independent composers. At a very young age, Pancham contributed a tune which became "Aimeri Topi Palatkeya," which Barman Dada used. Aimeri Topi Palatkeya, na apne fantu ko sata. Aimeri dil bar idhar nazar kar naja, bichhad kar naja naja. Aimeri Topi Palatkeya. Similarly, uh, Rahman uh, composed a tune which became. Uh, Velitin Kinnampol, which his father used in a film called Penpada in 1975. And from a very young age, Pancham and Rahman had got exposed to music of various genres. Pancham had been listening to jazz, Latin American, European, Middle Eastern. He was anyway trained on on classical, and then uh, folk was in his blood. Played his brilliance in his debut film as composer Chote Nawab in 1961, incorporating Western beats for a song or one in the classical style. Audi's talent was there for all to see. Similarly, Rahman, he had mastered Carnatic and Hindustani styles and Western classical. He had also obtained a formal degree from the Trinity College. So, both of them, from a very young age, saw the big picture of music outside the box. Losing his father at age nine, his formative years were tough. Taking to playing the keyboard and an arranger for bands, he took on to assisting famous composers, including Ilya Raja. He took to sound mixing and recording jingles till the big break with Roja, listed as one of the ten best soundtracks of all time by Time Magazine. Amazing uh, similarity which I find in both of them was that both international sensibilities, yet 
their melodies were so so steeped in indian indian sensibilities i think that was really common is common for both ar and um, and pancham even eran roja the first the first thing that we heard and he composed was clearly international stuff <laughs> Rahman astounded fans with his debut in Roja alchemizing outside influences and giving it a homegrown touch beat playing with broadway style orchestration and blending jazz reggae the melodies were nothing short of spectacular my first memory i would say uh, is when maniratnam and balachandar signed me for roja <laughs> i knew that things wouldn't be the same afterwards because i think i was so lucky to get the best people signing me for the first and um, so it was a kind of oath which i took myself that i should not go down roja jaane mein tu hi mera dil tujh bin tar se naina dil se na jaati hai yaare tumhari kaise tum bin jeena aankhon mein tu hai aansoon mein tu hai And though Rahman became a chart-busting sensation soon after, for Pancham it was a five-year-long struggle till Nasir Hussain's Tisri Manzil, which was another example of his affinity for Western grooves and instrumentation. Oh, Hasina Zulfawale, jaane jahan, dhundti hai ka, fir aake kiska nishan? फादर्स the first phase is you actually uh, take beyond what your father was doing and in the process in the second phase you realize that now i need to break off and do get my own sound and get my own genre and the third phase is really uh, the new the new rdb berman the new genre the new sound so it really happened in three phases aaja ja main hu I think he brought a whole new sound. He brought a whole new sensibility, and he really stamped uh, uh, India's music in an international scene. The Bollywood that we know really internationally, uh, where people all over the world are going crazy about Bollywood songs. The really the 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 Aadhar Shila was uh, R. D. Burman. 
Coming up, the masters of fusion perfectly blended Eastern and Western influences to give everlasting melodies. to defy odds, not wants to restrict their repertoire. Blending Eastern and Western sounds, the genius of Adi Berman and A.R. Rahman is truly the work of legends. Separated by decades, it seems there is an unseen chord which binds the two. Before Pancham, what would happen is, for any composer, there would either be the western-based song or the very Indian melody-based song. For example, take Sri Ramchandra. He composed this Inamina Dika, which is rock and roll based. He also composed albums like Azad, which is completely based on Indian melody. There was always an or factor, OR, or factor. But when Pancham came in, he started blending chord based arrangements with popular forms of melodies and ragas to an extent that at times the raga would become almost invisible. So from the or effect, he moved it to the and effect. There was no western or eastern. It was a blend of both. So that was Pancho's big contribution to music. Similarly, Rahman. Today, it's very difficult to say whether the Rahman's composition is an Eastern or a Western because it has shades of both. It's practically difficult to tell one from the other. Never did melancholy sound so melodious, but under Rahman's baton, it came with a modern twist. And that's why today if you look at it, both Pancham and Rahman, you can listen to that music and put a finger and say, hey, this belongs to both of them. Because it doesn't belong to any one part.
तो प्यारे किसी किनारे मिल जाओ तुम मंधेरे Pancham made a very critical addition to his repertoire by using the bossa nova beat which is a brazilian beat which he first used in the song called mar dalega jab dard jigar and then later he brought in melodies which is from new orleans usa Similarly Rehman brought in Qawwali and Sufism maybe because but then he was a devout and this would automatically come in but he did bring them in But I hear कहना uh, ही क्या when he used the tabla groove the way he used uh, he used his own voice as a as a as a motive in the middle of it. he brought in cuban south american afro music from just about every continent in the world rehman brought in and created his own unique distinctive style hitting a crescendo as these composers knew the pulse of the listeners aa dil kya mahfil hai tere kadmon mein aa dil kya mahfil hai tere की बाहर तेरे लिए चांद सितारे तेरे लिए जान बाबा तुझ पे मैं विदा हो 
Two geniuses separated by time, bound by their love for music. Credited with revolutionizing film music, the composers incorporated a wide range of influences from several genres in their score. experimental constantly experimenting with with sounds imagine uh, using a comb and using Similarly, AR, I still remember, not very popular, but the song from uh, the MFSN uh, film, I forget the name, the whole song was done with cycle sounds. Zindagi hath mela Saath chal saath mela To kadam aur sahi It shows a great listening from childhood and great adaptability and also great understanding of India and its music and to successfully use that in a in a mainstream situation like uh, films, I think that that was masterful about it. Another similarity was their personal attention to the quality of sound. Now, what is good quality sound? Good quality sound can only be felt and not described, just like good food. It means that the musical bits don't get mixed up. There's total clarity between the various frequencies, total separation, and it doesn't boom, it doesn't give a loud effect. That's what is meant by good quality sound. And both Pancham and Rahman paid personal attention to the quality of sound. It would not get delegated to some sound engineer. No, it, they said, no, it's my baby. Pancham would, there was, a, there was a big mixer at the film center studio in Mumbai and Pancham would personally sit, sit, sit out there and mix the music himself. Similarly with Rahman, today if you listen to Rahman, he tries to perfect even the small nuances, he always try to do that. 
he likes to experiment with new kinds of reverbs compressors equalizers so the quality of sound is something which was very common with both of them and of the top quality Rahman was he used to play the keyboards very well and he used to play the synthesizer as well so maybe that curiosity the childlike curiosity to mix blend and create various sound samplers or whatever maybe came from there so it's all about you know where you start from both pancham and rahman uh, had a very strong team with them always if you look at pancham he had basu manohari maruti kersi bhanugupto then he had bhupender they all stuck with him and that formed a great team constantly experimenting with different genres but never compromising on the quality of their sound the two composers had a core team which they heavily banked on mohe chule sajna sajna gussa kyun hai itna itna jo mar rahe usko kyun mare dil par dil se pyar dil ki sunta ja raha hai similarly rahman he had um, kalyan as a violinist then he had keith peters and he had veda he had raja he had shivamani he had navin so uh, he had a big team and they always used to be with him at least for his madras compositions so having a good team makes a big difference and both of them realized it saiya chhed deve nanad chutki leve sasural genda phool saas gari deve devar samjhale pe sasural genda phool choda babul kaang na bhave dera piya ka saas gari deve devar ji samjhale pe sasural genda phool saiya hai vyapari chale hai pardes suratya good thing about working in movies is you're not alone you have a great team and the team inspires you the script inspires you the lyric writer inspires you the director gives something new and um, with all this you're also constantly subliminally pushing them they're pushing you uh, unlike an artist or a pop artist who everything is depends on his head 
So that's the secret of longevity also. Coming up, their distinct voices totally in sync with the voice of the generation. दुनिया में लोगों को धोखा कभी हो जाता है आंखों ही आंखों ने यारों का दिल खो जाता है दुनिया में लोगों को Lending the distinct voices to several of their own compositions put RD and AR in a league of their own. When it comes to using vocals in their own compositions, AR has done this done it much more than Pancham. But uh, the things that Pancham has done is quite mind-boggling. For example, Mehbooba uh, Mehbooba. For example, the way he's used his voice. That's that thing used to do with breath. <laughs> this thing, thing I can't even do that. I'll have a, I'll have uh, asthma. But uh, you know, he was he was doing this. Again, AR has sung so many of the songs, and I, I really believe that the whole Vande Mataram that he did with his voice—it uh, just shook up the whole nation. And you know, who is this voice? Of course, composer and all that, but I think a voice which really uh, made people sit up and that cry that he has in his voice. <laughs>
Both of them uh, successfully used their voice in a situation where they knew that it, this cannot be casted by anybody else. Very smartly, they've used both of them have used their voices. The music which cut across the spectrum of classes and cultures, the composers were always on the lookout to bring in new talent. I still remember song from Masum, Tujse Naraz Nahi Zindagi Hairan Hume. He used a new singer from Bengal called Anup Ghoshal. And uh, probably in Anup Ghoshal, all the things that he's done, he'll be remembered for that one song. Tujse Naraz Nahi Zindagi Hairan Hume. Oh, Hairan Hume. Tere Masum Sawal Se. Constantly, both of them experimenting with voices. Um, 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 AR is the, probably one of the first guys who's used new, fresh voices through and through. Rehman, who was the first recipient of the Ari Berman Award for New Talent, has been a favorite at award ceremonies. A film's failure never to come in the way of the success of his soundtrack. Right from his first film, Rehman has been blessed with public adulation and public reward and recognition. Pancham never got it. He has been awarded the Filmfare Award only on three occasions in his entire career and one after his death. So it takes a great amount of motivation for a person to keep going despite that. And all credit to Pancham for going despite that. And all credit to Rehman for having taken it to the next level with every award and recognition that he got. Well, Rehman's rise coincided with the information technology boom. Music is available anywhere. You can download from the net, you can have it on your mobile. Way back then when Pancham was there, it was not like that. To listen to a Pancham song, you have to write to All India Radio and they would play it for you. Or if the song is popular, it gets played on Radio Ceylon. Or you have to go to a theatre to watch it if the film is good. If not, the film will be taken off the halls in two weeks. But later, 30 years later, what started happening when the information boom happened, those same songs from the flop films of Pancham 
are now logging eyeball hits by the millions if you look at it on YouTube. So that only proves that if technology had been available, if the information boom had been available at that point in time, it would have been a different story altogether. Pancham and Rehman both are very good human beings. Pancham has been known to be an extremely generous, uh, thorough gentleman and always out to help friends in need. And same with Rehman. Rehman's philanthropy is very well known. He has given back to the industry as much as he's taken from it. So he continues to train students. He's always looking at building the future. Uh, so it takes two good human beings to be such good musicians. That's what both of them have proven. has done everything what is that one thing that he feels he still needs to do my thing now is to give back <laughs> and also to use my prime time of health and whatever to to do more music and um, so that's why I started my K music college of music and technology and we are we also teaching underprivileged children is not just like a social thing it's a very selfish thing that I wanted my, in 10 years, if I want to write an orchestral piece, I don't want to go to Prague or London or America to record the piece. I want our own orchestra.